0: Yeah. Sure. everybody. Welcome to another installment of Show To Be With Mike G, the show of life, the show of hospitality, tech living, taking a nap in your car, and so much more. Today's guest is none other than Jesus Verde. If you've been here in Austin or in Mexico, you've seen him pop up more and more. After a very esteemed career, which he still has in tech, doing lots of different things in terms of engineering, hospitality, sales, planning, he's now residing also behind the bar. His hospitality comes through in volumes, and he's working here in Austin, Texas, at here nor there. So we keep saying Jesus, and he's destined for greatness, but often I was asking myself, well, where did he come from? What did this road look like? And today we're going to find exactly that out. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this great chat with Jesus Verde.
1: Man, my morning my morning is guided by the meetings that I have I'm like of course whatever. <laughs> yeah. it, because like if I have a meeting at eleven AM, I'll wake up at ten thirty AM. You know? <laughs> but if if a day like today that I have my first meeting at eight thirty AM, yeah, I have to wake a little earlier. Yep. But um I'm not a morning person. Yeah. But uh it's uh I mean I've been working in the corporate world for like six, 15, 16 years. Yeah, it's been a bit so I I mean I've had to but I I've always been more creative more productive and everything at night Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. mornings are sometimes a little bit tough for me dude what about coffee the aid of
0: caffeine is that something for you
1: yes I uh there was a time where I was drinking a lot of coffee yeah uh I I I try I try not to consume caffeine I I use caffeine as a, as a tool that will help me accomplish something like for example and I can use it in the morning if I know that I have a lot to do and I can't Take a nap. Yeah, I, I yep, take a lot yep. of power naps for same, me. I, me too. Which, yeah. All
0: right. What's the ideal time for you?
1: Uh, um, 20, 30 minutes.
0: I love it. Thirty-three yeah. minutes for me. 30, 30, I got dial it dialed
1: yeah, in. Okay. <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> nice. Yes. People ask me like, "How do you do it?" And I, I, I take naps. Yeah. I take naps. Same. And same. If I'm sleepy, and rather than taking a cup of coffee, if I have the time to take a nap, I rather have to take a nap, and keep on going. I love And that. I skip the coffee. You know. Yeah. So, uh, so that's what i do more now uh especially with late hours at the bar mm. and then having to go to the office at 8 a.m yeah uh so it's very very little sleep uh so um people ask me yeah how do you do it it's very little sleep it's naps yeah as much as i can i, I can take like power a, naps that is a tip right yes there. yes power naps and uh and sometimes i have to rely on a red bull yes red bull uh, when it's like, man, like 10 p.m., 9:30 p.m., we're in the middle of a shift, working at the bar, and you, you, the your guests, they, they want to consume your energy. That's yes, why they yes. are also there. You know, you need to have a high level of energy to be able like, to give service the right. right way. And if I'm feeling low, I'm gonna have to take a little bit of a Red Bull sometimes, and then yeah, just just yeah. keep on going. But uh, so yeah, that's, I
0: I love that because that's power naps. I mean, for those power naps. that can power nap. Because an hour is too much. Forty-five minutes to me is too much. Yeah. Thirty to thirty-five minutes or below.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think thirty it's minutes just ideal. ideal. Yeah, is incredibly ideal. And and another thing is I, I I'll take naps. Whatever, I take a lot of my naps uh-huh. in the car. Oh, really? Yeah, because I mean, like, let's say I'm on the office. Uh uh-huh. Because I do have to go to the office like from Tuesday through Thursday. Yeah, right. And let's say I work at the bar until like two a.m. I went home, took a shower. Went to sleep at like at three, three uh-huh. something a.m. Then I woke up at seven thirty a.m. to be at the office at eight thirty, something like that. Yeah, I'll be in meetings and then suddenly I have some time off, but I only have let's say hour and a half before my next meeting. Yeah, yeah, I can go home, take a nap, and go back to the office. Man, I go to the car. I have a pillow at the car. Okay, <laughs> that's sort another of thing. Yeah. So, Is it one uh, of those neck pillows, like yes. the travel pillows? Yeah, exactly. That's what I yeah, and same. the thing for the eyes. Uh, oh, the good cover? Yeah, yeah, I have to, yeah. So. You put a
0: little uh, cucumber slices no. on your
1: eyes? <laughs> no, <laughs> man, bro, yeah, that would be great, yeah. But uh, no, but so, I and my girlfriend laughs. She's like, I can't believe I'm like, baby, sorry, I have to go and take a nap. Yeah, like, yeah. Are you walking to a parking lot right now? Yes, I'm going to the parking lot and take a nap. I love it. And, and I mean, no shame. I mean, it's, I do what I have to do.
0: No, so and uh, I think that that's, that's incredible. I do the yeah. same thing, you know, because everybody's, I'm sure people yeah. ask you that same kind of question. How do you do it yeah. all? I think that that's a very common question for me. One of the things, though, that I've been, as I stopped drinking a lot. Yeah. Uh, I, I still drink. I'm not yeah. being sober. I'm very open about that. I love alcohol and how it tastes and but all But more that. conscious drinking. More conscious. Yes. And then I take more extended periods of time off from drinking, right? Mm. But what has happened
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> is I'm like figuring out every single fucking thing that I can do as a task in the house to make yeah. sure I keep busy. So the question is,
1: yeah,
0: when you have downtime, although probably very seldom,
1: yeah,
0: does that make you uncomfortable?
1: No, I love, for me, it's a luxury to have a time to just sit on the couch and watch Netflix or watch it. series. I see it as a luxury. I, For me, that's something that if I'm sitting on the couch watching a series or watching a movie, which I love watching yep. movies. Oh, same, same. Um, but if I'm doing that, it's because I already all my to-do list is done, mm. uh, which rarely is it's like I always there's, <laughs> there's always something to, to list, do it? yeah it's there's actually. something else there's always something exactly. I, I'm eating editing videos editing pictures uh-huh. that I took for someone or I I have to prepare a recipe for for uh for a pop-up or I yeah. have to do something or or I wanna there's always something going on yes. that even when I get out of work and I'm not working at the bar I get home and just to keep working on something else something Jesus Verde yeah. brand you know yeah. as we we're yeah. talking so Uh, but I do love my downtimes. I, 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 I love traveling. I love if I can go to the beach is my perfect vacation.
0: Water or the water? I love the
1: water. I I can be in the water. You're a swimmer, right? From high school? Yeah. I love swimming. Um, so I can be in the water the whole day. So I, I treasure my downtimes, but I also, I don't, I don't know if it's workaholic, but I do get a lot of enjoyment from what I do. Yes. So sometimes. I, even though let's say I, it's been three days, and in the last three days, I've only slept eight hours, but I've accomplished all these little things that have got me closer to a goal that I've been chasing for so long. And finally, yep. I'm there. It's like, man, yeah, it's, So it's, it's, worth, great. It in that it's worth it now. It's worth it. Yeah. Have
0: you, cause you know, you just turned what, 37, was it? 37. Yeah. As I'll it, be 38 this year. Yeah. In uh, June. June. June 24. June 24. 24 cancer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just after, like, right. <laughs> yeah. Have you noticed that, cause I'm going to be 44 mm. in like two days, right? and
1: happy early birthday yeah cheers well, so okay. thank Se you. La la
0: i find that as long as i keep my body good
1: mm-hmm. and the
0: rest good because I, yeah. I i couldn't tell you right now i need more sleep than you do yeah i can keep going keep yeah. creating for you are you noticing any wear and tear on the body now as you're kind of keep going at this pace yeah
1: yeah i've uh, there's been times that i've i've I just felt sick. I've been ill. Really? And I and F- I Physically, right? Physically, yeah. yeah. And I feel like it's been just overworked. I remember last year, it was... I remember it was June... No, July. Ju- June, July was one of my busiest months mm. professionally, but on the industry side yeah. that I ever had. So I did, like, BCB. Then I did um, uh, Aspen Food and Wine mm-hmm. directly. Like straight from BCB, I went to Aspen Food and Wine. Then, right there, it was still so the cocktails. It was like all oh, like five weeks that it was like back to back events. So it was very little sleeps, mm. a lot of work, long hour of work, and I remember I I got fever, I got uh, stomachache, I got man, I was so bad. I think I lost like wow. ten kilos. And you're not and, big and I, to begin with too. Yeah, yeah. yeah and and so it, I I feel it was just my body telling me, man, you need got to, to yes, down. you need to slow down. So I've had like it happened to me again in November last year it was also a very 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 busy I had never been as busy mm-hmm. which was I had Tampa I went pop up in Tampa then yeah. I we had an event here then I went to Thailand then I arrived I had perfectionist yeah then I so I had like four or five events back to back plus my uh, my corporate job always yes, in the morning right, so it's right. like put it always it's always there my corporate job and plus doing all of these things that I'm doing then... Again, I got sick. Again. So I, I think my body like like I guess my defenses right. go down when I'm but uh but yeah, there there is some like consequence that you feel in the body absolutely all, by doing all this.
0: So my dad he's a cancer.
1: Okay. And I could sum him up in a
0: couple of different senses. He's a good guy. But he really, really let work define him. Okay. He is a guy. He's got interests. But they're different now. Yeah, he's different now that he's since he's retired, right? Because mm-hmm. he got so much purpose from working. So I think about someone who works. We both work a lot, mm. but we're slightly, we're obviously different, and, and which is a great thing. Yeah. But what is it that keeps motivating you to go on? Is it the work? So is it for the work itself, which I, I yeah. certainly understand. Is it for the growth of you and your brand? What is kind of the mix mm-hmm.
1: there? I think, uh, so there's, that's, there's two things on that because, um, so as, as you know, I have two different sides of a coin when you say, mm-hmm, when you speak mm-hmm. professionally. professionally. So, let's say, on the corporate side, what keeps me going, there's this thing called the golden handcuffs. I yeah, need right, be, I know, exactly. Yeah, I, mean, it's, it's, <laughs> I believe I mean, it's called
0: restricted stock units. Yeah, <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly. And uh, But I also, there's a reality, I have my family yeah. in Venezuela, my sister in Venezuela, yeah. my Bro- parents. Brothers here, though, right? My brother is here, yeah. mom and dad, they live with me in my apartment. I didn't know so that. I ha- yeah, I, so I help them financially. So there's a financial uh, help that I that I keep provide to my family yes. that... It doesn't just allow me to say oh you know what i'm just gonna quit my corporate job and life is just easier and then okay. i can take a, a, a cut in my paycheck and then yes. i'll do something now. so i need to keep doing that uh unless i find another stream of revenue that yes. i that i can you know like uh, substitute that right one. right so i mean there was a time in my corporate world it gave me a lot of joy for so many years i remember back in the day i would build these tools for these different companies and then at the end when i built those those tools I was like yes look what i did yeah and with this i'm saving x amount of millions of dollars to the company look at this the way we innovated this and and being part of those projects were very very cool now it's not the same i guess um then you you slowly realize how you're just a number in this big corporation this yes. big company it's cool i've learned so much uh and and has shaped me in a lot of ways, uh, to things that I do now. Yeah. But uh, now my 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 drive on on this uh, in this job that I do on the corporate side is more. I just need it gives me my insurance it gives me stability yes, it gives yes, me stability yes. and it allows me to help my family. So that's perfect. I'll, I'll keep it on this again. I find a stream revenue. Right. Right. And then the other side, which is the industry, man, that's passion. That's yes. dri- that's passion. What drives me. I. The way I began, it began um, with just curiosity as, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. what is whiskey? What is gin? What is tequila? I started just reading about it and you go through the whole rabbit hole, especially if you start finding it interesting for you to you. Right. For me was the story behind every each of these desolate that when you research the history of tequila, you learn the culture of Mexico. Yeah. When you study whiskeys, you're suddenly learning about Irish culture, Scottish yeah, culture right. and then Japanese. how. And it's so interesting how through spirits you learn about the story of this country suddenly mm-hmm. so that's how that's how i started i learned how to make cocktails i found joy in mixing drinks flavors working at it i never found my place in the kitchen mm, so really so cooking i think it's because about-
0: you made like a tomatillo thing for the the yeah. patron competition right? yeah
1: yeah that's true yeah like but it's 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 weird because like for cocktails, maybe I can spend weeks R&D in something and working with flavors and uh-huh. working with ingredients as, and tasting them. And But then to make myself a fancy <laughs> dish I want, <laughs> the, I make the best sandwiches, yep. I make the best arepas, I make the easy things. Um, I mean, I, I lived by myself for a lot of years and, and in different cities. Mm. So I, I mean, I know how to cook. I know yeah, how to do right. basics, but it's not something that I found a lot of pleasure in cooking, but with working with flavors through cocktails wow that was Different something team. else i found that and it. so it's just I've, i just wanted to learn 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 and what really keeps me at it is first there's so many techniques and flavors that i still don't know yes. that i want to learn um there's so much to experience in this industry in the bar and outside the bar mm-hmm. to do to learn to experiences so experiences drive me a lot and then I keep meeting so many interesting people. We're talking about your podcast. You, you've uh, interviewed a lot of people from the industry. Yeah. They're, they're so interesting. So I've met I like as, as well, so many interesting people. And and suddenly it's people that I used to just like follow them on Instagram like two three years ago. Mm-hmm. And suddenly I'm able now to make drinks with them next yeah. to each other. Yeah. It's like, damn.
0: Do you, do you find, because your massive background mm-hmm. in industrial engineering, mm-hmm. right? Which we'll talk about high school here in a second. <laughs> but to me that seems so structured. Yeah. And there's something about cocktails, regard the builds can be structured, but yeah. the gr- ingredients themselves don't have to be unstructured. So do you find that it the photography, the branding, yes. the cocktails is the perfect balance to corporate structure?
1: Yes. I think like everything has and that's the way I approach things. Everything's very structured and very yeah. structured. Yeah. And, and you said it, for example, in the terms of cocktails making, there are, there are templates yep. that you, yep. you can follow to create a cocktail. You can always go, you know, the size is perfect. yeah. yeah but th- there's always a structure to it, which I also appreciate and love. But then within those little structures, there's also a lot of creativity to do, a lot of leeway to do. Yeah. Then in photography, I enjoy a lot I enjoy editing a lot, and oh, I, I love and it yeah, yeah, and the video part, make doing videos and editing the right music, the yep. right time. Yeah, it's I enjoy that a lot. So, I I I do like the structure part of all the things, but I also enjoy the 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 creative and also the part that I've been able to meet so many people yes. when I is it servicing my guests or traveling around the world. Mm. I think that's been my biggest joy i think it's been the hospitality side and we will tell i'll tell you a little more about it but it's that's how i really felt in love what like really pushed the boundaries okay Mm. this is what i want to do because i was reading books i learned a lot about (coughs) spirits i learned a lot about cocktail making whatever i was at home but then the hospitality side Mm. wow that really trapped me and it's an art it's the art of service the art of servicing someone uh the joy that you get from just providing service to someone and that's i found it beautiful and that's it, it, what
0: yeah and you're, you're quite you took to it quite well right and that's one of the things is that i i'm gonna i'm gonna say this and then i want to talk about a couple of things yeah. but i can't recall in my 12 years in this yeah. thing someone that became so revered and respected so quickly
1: No, appreciate right it. which
0: i suspect none of that was intentional but i think you had a plan of keep doing the work and keep showing up. So in
1: yeah. other words, you as a brand,
0: that is something you're very
1: conscious of. Yeah. Yeah. Very conscious. I I think uh when I joined the industry, I yes, I started bar I, I started of course bar backing. Yeah, I yeah. cleaned the floors, I cleaning everything. But you were uh, a
0: patron first, right? Is that how this kind of works yes, yeah.
1: Yes. I've always been so I I've always been a foodie, I think and then I would visit a lot of, I love visiting restaurants. I love visiting bars. Uh, then when I started studying more about cocktails, about spirits, I started traveling around and seeing what an experience at a Best Bar is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember once the pandemic ended, I took like four weeks. I wanted to travel to Europe to experience what an experience was at a 50 best bar in the world. Mm-hmm, what is mm-hmm. it like? Like I've been to Michelin Stars, I've been to mm-hmm. very cool restaurants, but what's the experience at an amazing bar? Um So I took those four weeks, I travel, I did Amsterdam, I did Spain, I did Switzerland, I did a bunch of countries and I visited like 30 something bars in that trip. Love that. And, um, my biggest learning was that the best bar was not necessarily, and I didn't know that maybe now it's quite Mm -hmm. obvious, but at the time for me as a patron, it was okay. So it's not just about the drinks. I thought the best bars were just serving the best drinks and the oh, best yeah. glass the yeah, best thing. Right. <laughs> and then I remember going to these bars and I remember there was one that was, it was very expensive. It was beautiful, but it was very expensive. And then I sat down at the bar with myself, but uh, the bartender, was a douchebag, you yeah, know? So I was yeah. like, yeah, this could be the best, but I don't want to be here, you know? Exactly. And then I would go to a different bar and I remember one of the, my greatest experience was at 1862 bar in madrid oh i know this point. yes it's a beautiful bar. there's a guy called angel yes. uh angel he's been like 30 something years in this street he has done it all he knows it all mm. and his hospitality his service is just it taught me so much that night and he was like jesus this you can learn it you can learn how to mix drinks you can it's easy mm-hmm. but to know how to service someone how to make them feel at home yeah and And I was like, "Wow, that's it. That's what really makes the best bar a best bar. Yes, it's the experience, and it's so." I went into that whole rabbit hole. Okay, what's an experience? And so then I started paying more attention to those things, and then I just felt in love with the bars. And I mean, yeah, long story short. Yeah, I mean, that's
0: it's very clear that you love it. But but something that because I'm concerned about my brand, saying air quotes, my brand. I, you know, I I know Mm. what I'm doing by this Mm -hmm. point, right?
1: But we what, are a brand yes. yeah it
0: precisely even though you know if we're hanging out drinking it's mm. a different story I get into other things and personal things and all that but what is something for you that you'd consider so off-brand yeah you wouldn't do
1: mm. there's a lot of things i wouldn't do um but uh ethics mm. play a big part and respect mm-hmm. i will i think i don't like making fun of people obviously oh, i yeah. it's it's um I, besides influencers i kind of like yeah it's fun for me to make it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's maybe one exception. yeah but it's uh but yeah there's certain ethics things and and respect i uh my i guess it's values you know wow, we we were created we i was i was the way i was uh educated what with a lot of values we my family story. Um, I'm a huge fan of the way my dad and the Verdes and everyone like. They were very poor. My, mm. my my family. They were. They came from very very humble beginnings. Both mom and dad. Yeah. Very 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 humble beginnings. But there was something that I remember. My grandma used to tell my dad. He was like, "Yeah, we can be poor. That's why we can be very poor. Yeah. But there's no reason for us for you to have your your shoes dirty. Right. Or why should your uniform be dirty? You mm-hmm. know. So yeah, take some pride. In it. Yes. Yeah. So. So it's those little things um, that make you, yeah, uh, it's um, it's about really valuing what you do. You can be whatever you are, but always put your 100% yes. and always respect respect everyone's craft, everyone's what they're doing. And uh, so, yeah, respect, I think it's a big thing for me.
0: It, it have been, I imagine by this point, yeah. there have been some conversations about brand work, ambassador work. Yes. I know there has. Is that... Also, a fine line for you, or a very concrete line. You said, "Well, if the brand doesn't practice ethical practices, yeah. I can't take the role." Is that yeah. also transferred to that?
1: It is. It is. I, I've, I've I've been offered to work with brands, and and thankfully, I, I it's a luxury to be able to say no as yes, well. Right? You know, well, proper uh, gig, it's, right? <laughs> uh, Yeah, it's uh, thankfully, uh, it's, it's no, thank you. You know, just because I know the story or I know they are not ethical, um. So, yeah, yeah. I think that there is a line. I yeah. imagine. Yeah. All right, so let's go back to Venezuela. Yes.
0: Uh, you have really well educated, and I'll get into some of the spots that you've kind of studied at. But in high school, yes. right? Athletic guy, you're probably what, 6'1", 6'2"? So I'm like a 5'9". Right. Well, you make it look like six Because I feel 5'8". <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Towers. Me, right? <laughs> uh, five, nine, yeah. <laughs> but were you, to use the word do you think you were likable then did people flock to you did people want to talk to you did you have a good I good feel friend? like
1: I've always been very social yeah. I've always been very social I've always embraced everyone I've always tried to feel everyone welcome um sports I played almost I mean basketball, basketball? was my what were main your,
0: one you must have been a power forward right
1: I was uh yeah kind yeah. of yes yeah. yes yeah, yeah. um I was, I was translating that into Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah power power. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Um, yes, I, I even, I represented my state. Oh, with really? basketball, yeah. I used to, man, I used to love playing basketball. And then you mentioned briefly swimming. Yeah. I love swimming. Uh, so I swam a lot through high school. And, uh, but then there was a point where I had to choose between swimming and basketball. And then I, mm. I went to basketball. Through basketball, I was able to get... Into my university, university uh, Las Colinas or Las Colinas, Las Colinas was yeah. a, was a school. Yeah. Was yeah, my my high school. Well, oh, my, oh, the yeah. high school, okay. And then college university was um, Unexpo. Mm-hmm. It's in it's it's a public school, mm-hmm. Uh one of the best engineering at the time. And I just wanted to to study there because they were the best engineers. It was like very. But th- was
0: that something you took? Because like uh, yeah. when I was in high school, I didn't know shit about what engineering might be. I st- I know now, but I, don't, yeah. I know I don't want to do well, it now. But I like studied,
1: for yeah, I studied industrial engineering because I I wasn't sure what to study. Oh, okay. You know, I, as industrial engineer, you you know a little bit of something, right? A little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. A little bit of everything. It sounds of, fancy too. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. I just knew. I guess I got influenced a lot by my dad because he used to work at a at a at this corp at at this uh, manufacturing plant. Mm-hmm. And i would see my dad get up early with his briefcase and then go work every morning and then he would come back home so and and through his job he was able to provide to us very well and then i i kind of knew what he what he was doing i knew he was a manager Mm -hmm, at mm this place so it's okay i i want that's what i want to do i want to be a manager Mm. So okay what do i need to be a manager okay i need to go to university to i need to study this I don't want to be a mechanical engineer. I want to be an electrical engineer. I I want to be a manager. So I want to have like a, this all these different skill sets. I see. So that's why I chose industrial engineer. Um, Are you good at math? i I love math. Okay, good. Love good, good. math. Yes, love math. We d-
0: we differ there a lot. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I'm ve- I'm great. I love numbers. I'm great with. Numbers. I I I need to even quantify everything. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I quantify a lot. I like to measure everything. I'm very little strict with cocktails. That. Are perfect for you. I, I it, they need to. They have to be. If not, it's like uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> That well, that whole centiliter thing with the here nor there <laughs> yeah, guys, right? Like, yeah,
1: milliliters. Yeah, and everything, yeah. <laughs> um. But then, yeah, so then after, after I graduated from university as an engineer, I, I worked for five years where I did, I worked with uh, the only wine producing company in Venezuela. There's only really? wine. Im- really? In yeah, Polar, Espresas? they have uh, Bodegas Pomar, okay, and they produce uh, like Tempranillo, wow. Sauvignon Blanc, they produce like uh, Sangria, yeah. the only produce in Venezuela, the only produce really? in Venezuela wine, yeah, it's crazy, It's uh, and because of the position they are in the Ecuadorian, uh-huh. like it versus it, they have two harvests a year, which is what? wild, wow, it's wild. Okay. I mean, one yields more than the other, but yeah. it's, it's so, man, Venezuela, we're so lucky geographically to where mm-hmm. we are, it's a shame, of course, our leader and this and that, but yeah. it's a, but yeah, so I work with the winery. Uh, they make also a sparkling wine, mm. which is very great, like to learn about all of that barrels and stuff. And um, then I, I work with Pepsi, they through their uh, non-alcoholic uh, division first, so it was mm-hmm. water and sodas. And then I moved to... Between Empresas Polar, they also have uh, uh, this department that is just about food. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so they produce all the food in Venezuela, basically. Wow. And uh, so I was able to work also in that department. Like but logistics? And stuff? Always in like logistic operations, yeah, uh, yeah. demand planning. So I worked in procurement for like manufacturing parts yeah. for some time. So I had to like really know the, the machinery that we use. So for me, it was great. It's been five years in Polar doing all these things. But then I was like, okay, I, I guess... I've been able to put in practice my engineering side, mm-hmm. but I need to improve my business side.
0: Is that when you came to the States? And that's why I came to the States. Right? 2014, 2014, to do my
1: MBA, to hold. Yeah, yes. in uh, Boston? In Boston, in Cambridge. Beautiful. I uh, love Cambridge. At the time, I was actually going to do my MBA in Venezuela. Really? Because I love Venezuela. There was a time I had, I was telling this story to Roberto yesterday. We, I used to have like a four by four. Uh-huh. Uh, so we camp, and there were like two years of my life that I was, I mean, between school and i am always traveling so i travel around all of venezuela really? camping around the whole country so i know my country very well yeah so it's one of those that i was like, man i'm never gonna leave until of course it got so bad that i was like man you know if, if i really want something better for myself i need to leave mm. and that's when i was okay you know what I'm not gonna do my MBA in Venezuela. I'm gonna have to do it abroad. So this hopefully opens doors for me. Why
0: yeah. Bo- why Boston? Have you looked at some other programs?
1: N- no, yeah. So my thing is that I wanted to do a one year MBA. uh uh-huh. I didn't want to do a two year CB. So I went to do a one year MBA. It's called accelerator MBA. Also because I didn't have the money to just be like <laughs> two years without working. So I was See, like that's no, smart. There's yeah, the numbers yeah, plan. Yeah. I can do two years, no working. Uh so I was okay, I have enough money. It theory in theory I had enough money to do a year mm-hmm. um so that's why I chose I, there were like four programs that I was between but then they gave me a very cool scholarship so I went what's to the hold.
0: process like because of Roberto who I've talked to about yeah. his journey into I mean yeah Boston as well right yeah um easy to get a visa if it's for academic purposes mm.
1: academic purposes yes um no problem I came with a student visa okay. that was that was easy Oh uh, yeah, I got my student visa, but then when you, when you finish your, your program, they give you this thing called OPT, which is optional practical training, mm-hmm. where you get like a temporary work visa to say. And the idea is that, um, once you finish your school, you have this OPT period where you can actually make money because as a student, you can't work. That's, oh, I
0: yeah. Did, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. With the student visa. But you, you said you, you get some partial scholarships. So that yeah, helped somewhat way. That yeah.
1: helped. Um, and then once I finished my, my program, I started working with a consultant company. Mm. And for me, it was like, if my condition was, if you are not going to sponsor my work visa, uh-huh. I don't want to work for you. I said, I needed to, I want, my, my plan A was to stay in the United States. Yeah. My plan B was to stay in the United States. Plan B, like, <laughs> I, I couldn't go, I mean, I, I couldn't go back because but, Venezuela so- was so bad. So because of the
0: conditions. Because the conditions. This was such a vast difference and you knew you'd get a yeah. proper education. I,
1: I, yeah. So I so MBA, so then I, I started working with this consultant company which they accepted me. They they it was great, great, great working with them. They helped with the whole visa mm-hmm. thing. And then after that visa you can also a company they can also get you a green card Mm -hmm. so that's what they did they got me the green card as well oh amazing and and this was all pre-trump and the reason why i mentioned this because pre-trump the all those things were easier Mm -hmm. like for example Mm -hmm. my green card process was like nine months now it's like two years and something shit i know it's just like yeah so back in the day it used to be easier like 2015-16 uh, to get like uh either green card or all these visa things, or easier now. It takes a little longer, so I was lucky in that regard. Um, so I got my my work visa, then I got my green card, and then I uh at the time I was dating this girl, this Venezuelan girl who was with me throughout she my whole career. She
0: was in
1: Venezuela. She was still? in Miami actually. Oh, uh, yeah. That's yeah. why you went to L'Oreal. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I so figured it was over girl. Of course yeah. It was a girl. <laughs> so while i was in hold while i was in boston uh studying and working we had a long, long relationship uh-huh. she was in miami i was in boston and then we finally we got engaged i moved to miami yeah. and then miami was amazing miami was great i had a great time but uh so i moved and worked with l'oreal also mm-hmm. with the logistics supplies in my plan yes yes I, so i went back to what i was doing because in boston i was working as a project manager which was great it was something new Different, that i never done yeah. it was cool now i went back to operations and uh, in l'oreal so miami i spent there two years and then miami got very expensive yeah and salaries are not very good yeah so and at the time then at the time she was i was married at the time so i get married with her in miami i i swear you told me this and i was
0: like i'm pretty sure he's yes, married too yes yeah.
1: so so as soon as i moved to miami we get married and then she stopped working. So we were just relying on my salary. Oh, so Miami was that the
0: plan though? Or was that kind of a thing that was dropped No, it
1: happened. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, so Miami, because Miami got very expensive, we had to move out of Miami. Mm. And then I started just applying to different jobs throughout the States. Yeah. And I got approached by where I'm working right yeah. now. The big tech. This big tech company. company. <laughs> and, um, and they gave me an offer, which was very good. And then I moved to Austin and that 2018? was 60, yeah, 2018 yeah and uh you were still married at the I time i was still married at the time and um then we stayed married for like a couple of more years or like a year and a half then it just really? didn't work yeah
0: so you all were living. what what uh, just because now always, we're talking austin yeah. where were you where are you all living
1: i was living here in the domain oh, always in the really? domain area yeah are you still at the domain now yeah still oh, at the, yeah, I very very close i'm actually like next to q2 stadium now yeah oh, like, I, really I, really I love cool. that yeah, yeah. yeah i love that and um so yeah so that's why so i moved to austin because of work and then um so when when i was so when we got divorced and then she moved back to miami i stayed here i was able to actually focus a lot of my time the things that i was more passionate about like now suddenly my time was just mine yeah yeah. i was by myself and uh so even though i was researching cocktails and everything when i was with her Mm -hmm when when gloves are off now yeah now it's wide open yes now it's just me now it's just my time i don't have to like give my time to someone else
0: so so to that to that end because i've had yeah i've been married twice yeah i don't know why i mean i do i do believe in
1: love i do i I I certainly do jesus i appreciate you
0: (laughs) recognizing that um maybe to a fault i do (laughs) but what i realized is i think one thing we very much have in common is we like to create things yeah and so I started a podcast sometime here, a
1: sometimes distillery. And let like, me add something else, sorry. No, please. It's, we also, we are not, we are not scared on suddenly starting at a field or something that we don't know That's nothing. That's
0: right. That's right. We're not, We're, I don't, I'm not afraid of failure. Yes. I don't yes, think you are either. Exactly. Yeah. But one of the things that I've experienced, not now, with Kay, who I love yeah. dearly and you've met her, is that I will not, I'll always be this way yeah i will always have to create i will always want to do more yeah not because curious curiosity curiosity, precisely. yes has that been an issue for your partners because you're just busy you're thinking you're creating you have mm. to have someone that's very understanding to- y-
1: yes and that's also a big reason why after i got divorced was i was by myself for like two years yeah until now i met danny yeah which, which you've met yeah and uh but uh i dated i i dated you know but it was just like was yeah. it important
0: to you to be with someone no, no not right? really
1: no yeah. not really but that's something that i learned as well you know that i, I when suddenly when i started getting into this whole creative process and i started uh, getting into this rabbit hole th- very interesting things that i didn't know before yeah. and now i'm being able to do it and now because it's only me and my time i'm I'm, I can work my corporate job and suddenly I get out and I go straight to the bar. Yeah. There's no one complaining that I'm not at home. I, I, I don't have to give, you know. And, you know I, I, there's something
0: that I've never articulated before. Okay. We, you and I, mm-hmm. should never feel, because we're not hurting anybody and we're, we're always really trying to be positive and connective yes. with people. So our efforts to do that, to bring people together to bring community to me yeah. for agave, for cocktails, whatever. Yeah. We should never be made to feel bad about that.
1: Yes. But Agreed. partners
0: that don't understand. Yes. It has nothing to do with us spending time over them or that we prefer. Mm-hmm. In fact, it it's just that we must create. Yes. It has we, nothing to do with anyone else.
1: A hundred percent. And I think uh, that was a big thing for me. Yeah. It's uh, if I'm going to be with someone, it's someone that, I, that, first understands what I do, supports me, yeah. and you know what? I also want to be their cheerleader as yeah, well. It's something sense. that I, I I admire. For me, admiration, it's very important. Yeah. Um, it's, um, so yeah, I, it's, I, I finally found someone which is great. She's amazing. She understands what I do. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of her. Like she's such a badass. I I'm like, yes. Yeah, and I love that. It's like we're talking it's like, no, but do you know this man? My girlfriend, she's the badass. It's like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm so proud of her. And it's very cool to have met someone who now understands what I do. Yeah. But I'm also I there's times that are where I can just like sit back and just be your cheerleader. Yeah. And I oh, enjoy I that. that part as well. That's that's very cool. I
0: so, uh you know, we're sitting in kind of a studio. I've yeah. been an audio engineer for over twenty five years, music artist, all this bullshit. And so, Kay needed some voiceover Mm. for a competition and then something else she was applying for. And the opportunity to help her with my skills, to make her sound as brilliant as I think she is, that was something that I realized
1: was missing all along it's because i wanted to
0: lift her up like you're talking and it
1: gives you that joy as well you feel proud it's uh no it's cool so yeah so it's uh so yeah that's why i i was but i but to your question i i i it's not that i i did enjoy being by myself Mm -hmm. i did enjoy being alone you learn a lot about yourself Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then suddenly now you're ready to like if you're with someone it's because you want to be with someone not because you need to be with someone and then um so but only time allows you to like makes you understand those things so try travel by myself a lot so that i got to know a lot about myself yeah and um and and yes yeah, so that's why I, so even though i i was I was okay i i did want to like there were some times where you're like suddenly enjoying this experience of where you're like I wish I could be sharing this with someone, you know? I know. uh, Yeah,
0: like that you can be a cheerleader too. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, sometimes I think people think I'm self-centered, but it actually couldn't be further from the truth. I'd rather spend time with other people than, you know, I'd like my time alone. Yeah. But there's a couple of things I'm I'm curious about for you. The paternal instinct. Okay. I think women get asked this question all the time, but I need to ask men this more. Yes. You're a man of a certain age. You have a very productive connective relationship does starting a family seem like something that one you could maybe fit or two that Mm. you're passionate about
1: i think in some at some in my life it was a goal of mine but like very like when i'm in my 20s um maybe when i was married first my first marriage uh, we thought about it we but it's then it's uh it's a responsibility to bring a child to this world you you so first you have to be sure that your relationship it's 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 hard it's it's like how do you say it it's uh it's very um, it's it's like it's a like complex yeah no it, like you are you, like your relationship is solid sorry solid, like solid you have a solid relationship so yeah. it's solid foundations for you to bring a kid mm-hmm. so then i couldn't find that with my ex-wife mm-hmm. so i guess so then we just uh, we moved out of that because it was not, it's irresponsible to bring a kid if you and I are not good you right, know right and then as life kept moving years past now I'm on the point where I'm like if if I don't have any kids I'm good with that you know yeah. I'm good with that I'm, same as long as I'm happy if I get the itch at, and I'm 50 something mm-hmm. hey may, maybe I'll adopt maybe, yeah. I mean mm-hmm. there's always options but I what I what I do want to make clear is that I think I'll never I'm never gonna make a decision like that based on age or based on social pressure or yeah. based on family no of course if i'm with someone if i decide to do it with someone um of course there have to be agreement with yeah but course. at the moment at least right now i'm very good and i don't think i want kids right now i'm i'm, I'm with you man yeah it's like
0: i'm in, i'm probably gonna get the the procedure done and stuff and like yeah. I've, been, I've been around a bit yeah but i one thing i'm curious about the your folks living with you mm-hmm. is it because how bad the political situation in it is in venezuela yes yeah, so can you tell me
1: kind of what the con yeah 100 percent. so my goal when i moved to the states i there were some moments in my life where i was feeling i i felt bad of how good my life was right right, right. and then i knew that my parents my family they were not having such a good life because mm. Venezuela, there's a shortage of food, there was a shortage of uh, electricity, of, of water, of everything. So, and it was not a matter of money because you could, but it's like, yeah, but I go to supermarket and there's nothing. Mm. Or suddenly I have no power in mm. my apartment or, or oh, it's been 72 hours without water wow. because it's, so even though you had the money, it's like, yeah, it, there's stuff that you can matter. control. So yeah. So those things really affected me a lot when I was here in the States and knowing all that so my goal was always to bring them mm. in some way to help them bring them so me having the green card then becoming a citizen and then for me it was important just because as a citizen i could bring them i could ask for my parents to, to is that right yes oh so, good so you can like like ask for your mom and dad to come and, and, I didn't and come that. to the state as a citizen mm. um only mom and dad you cannot bring uh, Oncals, brothers or- sisters yeah, really no Just mom and dad okay. mom and dad yeah or i think it's brothers below the age of 18 i'm I not see. very sure but it sounds like that
0: like dependence
1: kind of right? yes. yeah and um so that was always a goal for me to to for my mom and dad to be in the states mm. to live in this reality that i live which is great man it's a uh, it's it, uh, not only austin but thankfully the states provides you with a lot of uh positive things that i know there's a lot of complaints yeah and people complain about this country it's like man but you don't know man it's like yeah yeah, like you know what it is to live in a third world country and living through all these things yeah no country is perfect that's that's there's that but uh but yeah so my goal was always to bring them so when i became a citizen i was actually ready to to bring them to the u.s Mm. and um but then they there's this thing called um it's a visa called Uh, diversity visa. I don't know if you know about this, but the United States, they give out like 50,000 visas around the world. Oh, I do know about this. Green cards. Yes, green cards. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like a lottery base. Yeah, right. Yes. So they, let's say that they give a thousand to Venezuela Mm -hmm. to bring diversity and then you have 30 million people apply. Yeah. So my mom applied and she won. Oh, amazing. So yeah, so she got a, so they both came with a green card, the U.S., which no, is like don't very don't
0: have to apply for
1: nothing. It. Oh, that's they, so they were able to come here with their social security to be able to work right yeah, away. Yeah. So um, and then but then there was a, so that happened very fast, mm-hmm. and my parents were like, "Jesus, it's like, man, come with me." I mean, I was living by myself at the moment. I thankfully have a two bedroom apartment. Yeah, yeah come yeah. live with me, mom. I mean, don't yeah. worry. Is I saw it as it's my opportunity to give back to my parents who wow. gave me everything. Yeah. Now it's my opportunity to give them back a little bit at least you know by helping them as much as I can and uh and I always tell my mom mom you can you guys can stay here as long as you need to I mean my dad is working there they're Mm -hmm. like laying their foundations here in this Mm -hmm. new country for them they are almost 70 years wow so like to migrate at that age is not easy as well but you know they're doing it my dad works every he works wakes up very early he goes to work same with his briefcase same yeah Yeah. So, Yeah. so so it's uh But then, um, yeah, my dad's work ethics are incredible. I think I I got a lot from him, uh, and I learned so much from him, and he inspired me a lot. He's an inspiration. He came here, and even though he was CEO of his company and whatever, Mm -hmm, he was mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah in Venezuela, he came here. He was like, man, I'll do whatever. I'll do Amazon packages. I'll work at a warehouse. I'll do... He has painted houses. My dad, he has done it all. And you see him waking up at 4 a.m. He goes to work. He works 12 hours, 10 hours. He comes back home. No complaints. He's so happy. Let me ask you. Because
0: I would do the same thing. I'm not above anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like where I'm at, of course. Yeah. But I'll dig, you know, fiber optic lines (laughs) with a dig bar. I know how to use a dig bar. I don't, don't, I'm not too good for
1: it. A hundred percent.
0: But... Yeah, when you see people complaining, yeah, about wanting to get this kind of job and that kind of job, does it ever ring true with you? That's like, well, you could be working hard too. I feel like in America, and yeah. I'll say this, yeah. there's, there's, that a lot of folks—it's not that they don't want to work, but there's a line of which they won't work below.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's uh, I think migrant mentality is also different. You know, I'm when sure. you migrate, you come with a different mentality you are escaping communism or you're escaping something and right. suddenly you're here it's like i don't want to go as i told you i had my plan a my plan b my plan c were all oh, the it's same it, it's, it's, it's like a- yeah it's it has to because i there was no turning back so also when you are faced against that i guess you are able to do that and and, and to do whatever and to reinvent yourself as many, much as you need to Yeah. Maybe, as you're saying, it's, yeah, I mean, Americans, thankfully, I mean, they haven't had to do that much. You know, they have a great country. If, if you get laid out, you get your benefits. Yep, uh, yep. What are call called? Unemployment. Uh, yes, yeah, unemployment benefits. it's And then, cool, you know, and you live in a good country. I mean, it has, it's it services work. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm highways, so, so, so pleased so to hear that you brought yeah. your folks. Yes. Well, that, or
0: that your mom won the lottery, which I think is incredible. Yes. We, yes. What about your brother?
1: So my brother, he did, he came to the States, but through something called a political asylum interesting so yeah what, so what
0: was he if what allows political assignment uh, asylum in the United States? yeah
1: so you have to prove that you are basically you you're in danger uh-huh. if you stay in your country because okay. of the political situation yes. which we've always we've always uh rally against the government yes. when we were in venezuela because it was so unjust and everything so at a certain way you're always a target, not only us, a, a lot of Venezuelans, yeah, a yeah, lot, a lot, yeah. a lot, a lot of Venezuelans. So,
0: Is it because of dissenting against popular opinion? Yeah, against, okay. Yes,
1: and uh, so United States, they offer you asylum. It's like you, you, you so mm-hmm. come to the States, we'll give you your social security, you can work here, mm-hmm. you can leave. But then once, I think it's once the regime that you are flying out ends, you have to go back to your country. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luckily for my brother, the regime's still there, so he's still being able to stay here in the U.S. I didn't know that. Yeah. How yeah. do they
0: check up on that?
1: <sighs> that's a well, crazy thought, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, th- th- Was it reading a newspaper in the morning? Like, uh,
0: yeah. yeah, that's right, Bill. Venezuela is still fucked. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, uh, I mean, the idea is like while you get your political asylum here in the States, you are able to found a company that will sponsor your work visa that you can move out of that status yeah I see, I see. that's the goal i mean or that's what you should do you should try to move out of that status because that's a temporary status
0: did, did he works in the industry as well is that right he works in the industry, culinary dropout
1: culinary so, yeah. dropout bartender um did you get
0: that from him or he got that from you or what how did that work out no
1: so it was i mean i it's not that i was influenced by him to like i want to be a bartender because i work as a bartender i did started learning the craft through him i remember my I first see. ever cocktail that i think that i ever learned was uh a mojito uh-huh. and he taught me how to make my first ever cocktail which is a mojito yeah he used to work in the industry in argentina oh really he was a bartender over there he worked with bars imagine he managed bars in argentina and then so he would he knew how to make drinks so suddenly you know he taught me how to make my drink i said "Ah, oh, cool so then Every time friends would come over, I would make it a uh, caipirinha or yeah, a mojito, never. and um, and then it's I guess the art of hosting. I felt in love with hosting. I always loved having people over, um, hosting you coming over. I'll cook. I'll even though I don't cook, I'll, I'll make you something or I'll buy something <laughs> or but I'll make you drinks. You know, right. so so the part of being able to offer my guests that would come to my apartment something different from just like a uh, Roman Coke uh, or vodka tonic or yeah. gin and tonic. But to craft them a cocktail i was very into that so i love that so that's i was that's how i started like just like learning more about cocktails because i wanted to be a better host maybe and then i appreciated the craft more and then i started learning more so that's yeah that's that's i I love that uh, yeah
0: so i i've known some things about you over Mm -hmm.
1: the
0: the, maybe a year maybe that we've known each other something like that maybe a little over
1: i I remember a little over at least, yeah, I still remember the first weeks in in Plain site,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we were open and you would come and I we course. would always host you and serve you. Yeah. And in Plain site had been open for at least a year and a half. Okay, so, yeah. yeah. So no, yeah.
0: Then besides saying why in site's sites of my favorite places here and right there, besides yeah. the staff and the vibe, like that's pure hospitality. Yeah. One of the places that'll remain the best of any that I've ever mm, been in, nice. in the world, you know? So I got two questions left yeah. for you. One is, you love movies, yeah? Yes. Same. same. So, let's say you're drinking a mezcal anywhere in the world. It doesn't matter where. But with any actor or actress, living or deceased, who would you love to sit and have a mezcal with?
1: Wow. Um, An actor or actress. (sighs) Can I I tell you, actually... I think actor, mm, I was going to tell you, a musician, actually. Okay. I'm a big fan of Jay-Z. Oh, amazing. Yes. I would die to get a drink with Jay-Z. Yeah? Yes. You're,
0: that, you're I think, the second person among 400 interviews that said Jay-Z. Surprisingly, really? very few people have said Jay-Z. Yeah.
1: Incredible. It's my favorite rapper ever. I think he's so smart. He's yeah. so intelligent. I'm done with his brand and everything. Then, living musically, he's his history and everything i, I would love to have uh, a mezcal or a cognac whatever love it, yeah, yeah with, with that guy yeah, yeah no incredible. it's a great great yeah. answer and i'm glad because he's yeah.
0: very thoughtful very intellectual yeah and adjacent to the spirits industry yes all yeah. right so the last question then for you okay is i couldn't this hybrid of experience that you have corporate life industrial engineering supply demand working for a big tech company doing sales and other kinds of things but also being incredible behind the bar thoughtful Mm -hmm. creative all that thank you in your mind does this all converge at some place into a single job a single role of which jesus gets to have just finally one job
1: i think i think i'll never just have one job um i do hope And I do think um, I'm going to be transitioning every time more and more to the service industry, to the bar industry, because I'm very passionate. And that's what I've been working towards to find my path and like be able to build something in this industry so I can finally quit my other job and just be in one industry. Uh, I think I love photography as well. So that's something that I want to keep learning more about. And if I can... Uh, uh if i can monetize that hobby that thing that i'm very passionate about it'll be great so i think even though let's say i'm working in bars or working i i would always like to keep in photography and i tell you why because i feel like through photography i found a way to uplift other people yes or yes. someone else right so as i always tell all my bartender friends or everyone in the industry man, if you need headshots if you need if you're doing a, a competition if you are so and i can i and if you want me to take i can go there and take pictures because mm-hmm. i know that those pictures that you can use them and they can be part of your either your portfolio or social yeah. media or whatever so i've through photography i've been able to connect with a lot of people very interested people i've been able to help in a lot of ways to different yeah. people just through photography so i found that has been a tool that has given me also a lot of joy but just it's like a way of providing service yes. it's like an act of service of course and i and i i, I I loved it as well a lot.
0: Um well it, it I mean all of this shows.
1: When you're no, behind the bar or no.
0: in front of the bar, it's very, very obvious that yeah. you you give a shit.
1: I, I, I give a lot of shit, yes. I a yes it's uh um it's you you can do half, you can do half things. It's a. Uh, my dad always said if you're gonna if you are the one who's gonna be cleaning the the floor, great, do it, but be the best. Yeah you know so whatever you do try to be try to put your 100 percent, try to be the best and uh are you gonna be the best i don't know if you're gonna be the best but at least yes exactly that's my philosophy of whatever thing that i do i try to do give my hundred and be the best version i try to give it all so if i if i'm a night Mm -hmm. in service i'll be trying to give you my all if not i will Calling sick or something. Yeah, like, yeah you know. But, uh, but so, yeah. And WebEx yeah. at 11 a.m. Yeah, exactly. in the morning. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's, honestly, man, it's been a massive pleasure. Man, to, the pleasure is mine. And, yeah. You know, there's so much love. We, yeah. As you said, you met a while back, and I love that we, we met through the service industry. And then we found I, out. Like, <laughs> yes, and then we both found out where we work, yeah. and there's so many things in common. That's crazy. And um, I also am a huge fan of you, everything that you do, nice, and everything you are so multifaceted everything you from perfumes to so tall to thanks. this type of thing that we're doing right now yeah. through then i saw you singing oh he's also a musician <laughs> how many how many <laughs> layers is there to Mike G? <laughs> so, so so no thank you for having me we're it's both a pleasure so it's, it's pleasure's all my name we're both really big
0: onions no peel one layer yeah. at a time yeah yeah, Talk yeah. Soon, Jesus. thanks no, so much thank you well, there we have it. Jesus Verde of nor there and other tech achievements. You've seen his photography. You'll see his competitions. Just recently won a competition with Patron. So many things that he's doing and that he can do that he's capable. But I think it's slow and steady wins the race. He has established a career in tech and engineering. He's, like you said, over 15 years doing this. And so it gives us some freedom. We share that in common financially, but also... It gives us some freedom in our mind, working in the spirits industry, being in the hospitality industry. These are all value adds for us because we don't necessarily have to do it. And so I loved getting to know that about Jesus. And it's always great to see him around. He does exude hospitality. He is certainly cut out for this industry. And it was such a pleasure getting to chat with you, Jesus. I know it will not be the last. And hopefully next time it will be over more Moscow. So thanks for listening to Show to V with Mike G. No matter what you've got planned for the rest of the month or for Valentine's Day, or if you're going to make it to Monterey potentially in March, please keep dancing.